Hey, when you introduced me, could the John Cena song be playing in the background? Is that allowed? Yeah. Like that? Yeah, like that, bro. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's exactly how you did it. Hey, gang. Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Level Up podcast. I, as always, am your host, Rick Perez. Ricky. Ricardo. Rickster? Whatever. Please follow me on all of my social media accounts at Let's Level Up. Everything, including this podcast, is available up on our website, letslevelup.net. If this is your first time listening, this podcast is about all things gaming and uh, pop culture. Anything that kind of borderlines the general nerddom that I love will be discussed. Uh, With me today is one of my really good friends. His name is Drigo Vasquez, and uh, super stoked to have him on here. He recently started streaming. Uh, so, you know, going to talk about that, that journey, his journey as a gamer, all sorts of things, and make each other laugh throughout it. So, hope you enjoyed as much as I do. I love you. Tuck yourself into bed. I love you bed. too, man. Hey, tuck yourself into bed. And he just wants his father to tuck him in, man. That's my daughter. She does too. Sometimes she does. Sometimes she asks for me to come back in. Give her a little, give her a little tuck ski. Doesn't she know you're about to do work right now? You're about to produce the greatest podcast you've ever produced? What I told her was, listen, listen, kid. What I'm doing here right now, the sacrifices I make, <laughs> it's for the betterment of this family. And until you start pulling your weight, I suggest oh, you shut the sad. hell up and let daddy do his job. <laughs> that's so good. Man, I that whole match, the Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens match, was perfect except for the Paul Heyman botch. Ah, uh, until they couldn't get the yeah, dude, it was such a good match until they couldn't get the it damn was such handcuffs a great off. Match, bro. And ah. then the ref started, he stopped counting at six, and I was like, no, like Paul Heyman, <laughs> get up and punch the ref or something. Like, do another distraction. I was just like, not so like, bad, man. dude. It's so bad. Yeah, it was, but it, it was. I mean, you can't take away from everything those boys were doing. Those boys were doing the man, Lord's work. It was work. so good. When uh, what was I gonna say? Whenever he he ran Kevin Owens over with that golf cart, bro, that was perfect. I, I did not expect that man to come through with the golf cart. I loved when he them, like put it in reverse and just slowly backed out of the frame. I was <laughs> dying, dude. <laughs> bro, oh, man. yeah, that was such a good match. What up, man? What's what's the vibes? And the vibes, everything, man. Nothing really. Everything and everything, nothing at the same time. Yeah. Right. Cut a yeah. promo. Cut right. a promo on this podcast right now. Let's level up podcast. This is this is about to be the best podcast on demand. This is going to be your highest listened to podcast simply because I am on here. Me, Drigo the Great, Drigo Unlimited, the one and only, the greatest up and coming streamer. Catch me on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. I do it all. Nobody does it like me. I'm the best in the business at what I do. And what I do is put people in seats and eyes on my show. The Drigo show, if you will. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's pretty good. That's not bad. It was just, you know, spare the moment. You heard it here, folks. Right? What is that? Anthony will hate me. I got Starbucks. You got some Starbucks? Yeah, Anthony's. I just Anthony... felt like that's what you have to do at a podcast. Like, you just have to, like, 
You know I mean, be bougie, just get some Starbucks. That's what rich people do. I got some, uh, I stole my wife's water bottle because I was thirsty. So I got some Ozarka. Nothing but the best here for us, man. 89 cents for three liters. Ozarka. This podcast is sponsored by Ozarka Water. Taste the minerals. <laughs> That's so funny. When I first started doing, when I was streaming on, uh, man, what's that other platform before Twitch? That one that got like destroyed. Mixer? And sold to Facebook. Mixer. I used to do yeah. that. I used to get a Gatorade. And I'd be like, this, this stream is sponsored by Gatorade. Gatorade. Quench your thirst when nothing else can. And people would literally message me in the chat like, hey, are you really sponsored by Gatorade? How'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out perfect. to Mixer. Mixer was a great Mixer was a great platform, man. That that, that built-in co-streaming that they had that anybody could do, it's dope. Twitch, a bunch of elitist dicks, man. Don't let you do that. You got you to be a celebrity. Well, yeah, and Mixer was so easy. So, so, so you literally plugged in. I would plug in my camera to my Xbox, and I hit the mixer button, and I was streaming like it was that easy. And I went to Twitch, and I had to get like a computer and do all this extra stuff. So you could do that like, now. You could do that now on the um, on the Xbox. Um, uh, they even have like an overlays thing that you could use. I forget what it's called, but I watched. Uh, you know. Oh, is it called live stream? That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I had that for a little bit on Mixer. So you could stream to, I guess you can stream to that and it would send your, basically rebroadcast your stream over to Twitch or wherever. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's but, exactly what it is. You can did. add all the nice little overlays and stuff and into your, just your stream from your Xbox, which is cool. You know. Drigo, I've been recording, yeah, no, I've been recording all of this conversation. So we, we this is the oh, podcast, okay. sir. This is it. We're started. We're started. You didn't introduce me with the John Cena. You oh. introduced yourself. I did a little bit of the John Cena thing. Oh, all right, all right cool. I just want the real man. Me and John Cena are cool. Yeah, he's the best wrestler of all time. So Don't say that. I, feel like I will end this podcast. <laughs> John Cena is not even top close. ten. He's nowhere close to the top ten. He's nowhere close he's to the top twenty. He's the sixteen-time world champion. You Doesn't can't mean say anything. That. He was the sixteen-time world champion in an era full. Of B level talent, and you can't the best in the world. CM Punk, man, he was in there. You can't best in the what? B level talent. CM best Punk. in the world, man. You mean CM that guy Punk. who got? You mean that guy who got just absolutely destroyed twice in the <laughs> octagon to to feeder to feeder <laughs> talent? No offense. <laughs> oh, Mickey Gall is good, man. What they do, bro? I I felt so bad. I watched. <laughs> I watched CM Punk get beat up by Mickey Gall, and it was the saddest thing ever. Because I liked CM Punk, and I don't know was why. Was that the first fight or thought, the second fight? That was the first fight. Yeah. Like, a part of me thought, like, oh, he's going to hold his own. I don't know why I thought that, because these guys have been training all their lives, and he just gets, like, demolished and, get, and beat up really bad. You and think, I felt bad for him. You think there'd be a little bit more crossover there? Um, it, it definitely has that potential, too. I know there's some guys that like, have some serious amateur backgrounds, like old Dolph Ziggler. Of course, Brock. Mm-hmm. Who else? Who else is there? Uh, Chad Gable. Uh, probably, Chad Gable could probably oh, Kurt wreck Angle. some people. Kurt Angle, back in his day, could probably wreck some people. Kurt Angle could have been UFC champion a bit back in the day because that was back when like Mark the Hammer Coleman was just running wild on people, wrestling them down, and then like headbutting them to death. I could see I could see Kurt Angle doing that. 
I, yeah, I was gonna say, I wish I could see, I guess you could, I could always go watch videos of, like, Kurt Angle and stuff, like, how good of wrestlers they actually were, you know what I mean, like, yeah, he's a good medalist, and I'm, obviously, you have to be good at it, I, mean, I should probably go look up videos on just to see how, how dope he actually was back in the day. It's crazy, I saw him say a thing that he feels like he had a better career in TNA than he had in WWE, <clears throat> which I thought was crazy, I loved him in WWE, but I guess I didn't watch too much TNA. I didn't watch a lot of TNA either. Um, I, I watched whenever Raven jumped ship over to TNA and became world champion. I watched that for a bit. I was dope. Wasn't he like your favorite wrestler? Yeah, dude. He was the best. <laughs> when I was a kid, there was no one cooler than Raven, man. No one, no one even came no close. One? Not even Goldberg, the way he just squashed everybody? Oh, man. Don't even. You know, <laughs> you're just cool. saying that. You're saying that because you know how much I hate that. <laughs> uh, for a second i thought he was gonna be drew mcintyre like when they did the whole he speared drew mcintyre through the barricade thing i was like oh like they're setting it up to where like mcintyre's injured so that's why goldberg won i was really sad <laughs> i was like Man, don't do this please like please don't do anything but this it uh yeah that that match was like that weird mode in like the old WWF games when you just do like nothing but finishers or finishers always on. That's all they did was like their signatures and finishers to each other. That is exactly all. like, it's not even a match. Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah, it's literally that. Like you just spam the Y button for your finisher and you just keep doing it over and over. I was literally shouting at my TV after that match when Goldberg, when Goldberg got up and like drew and like, they gave like that thing and he's like, okay, all right. You earned it. Now you've earned it. Like, what? Goldberg, you think you're the litmus test and when a new talent gets it? Shut up, dude. (laughs) That was such a good impression. He just sucks. He he has nothing. The thing is, like, he's been doing the same thing since he first started. Like, this match was a typical Goldberg match. And... They, I don't know why people think that's a good, like, it's, I don't know how that got over, why Vince thinks that that's a good thing. Like, it's not good. Like, there are people the out there the the card. who genuinely love Bill Goldberg. And to those people, I, I say, understand. turn this podcast off and drive yourself off a cliff. <laughs> Period. Because like if you like Bill Goldberg. Willie G. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Willie G. I want to see the Riddle Goldberg match. That's that's the only Goldberg match I'd want to see. Uh, but only if only if they'd actually work a match and not just do what they did at the Royal Rumble, which I don't oh, think man, that's gonna happen. Because like I think no Goldberg <laughs> I think Goldberg legitimately hates Riddle, so <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> I think Matt Riddle's so funny. His gimmick is just to me. It's just funny the way he talks and. Everything he gives people nicknames, he's just like, bro, like, yeah, man, like, <laughs> to me, it's just so funny the way he acts. He's good, man. He's he's super good in the ring too. My uh, one of my friends at work, his name Tim, he hates like that bro culture. Can't stand it. <laughs> so I it was last time I saw him, gosh, over, like over a year ago now, uh, in in Indiana, in Indianapolis. I told him, I was like, what's up, bro? He's like, oh, don't, dude. And I was like, come on, dude. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it just was not he was not having it ah oh, man let's shift uh, gears because we've been talking wrestling a lot on this podcast lately and this isn't this isn't necessarily a wrestling podcast this podcast is about whatever so we could talk wrestling if you want but 
I want to talk about Drigo Unlimited, the second hottest stream in all of San Angelo, <laughs> the second most influential well, YouTuber in all of San Angelo, <laughs> the second best podcast guest in all of San Angelo. How does it feel being number two? I, w- I was number one at one point, but then I co-streamed with you and you brought my viewership all the way down. I had it like um, probably around 200 viewers playing UFC, people challenging me left and right. Then we got on Naruto with you and I went to like two viewers and one of them was the only one is the Gravedigger, the guy you always make fun of. <laughs> and that was my one of my only loyal viewers after I was peaking at 200. So thank you for that, for getting me to number two. I think it was a I think it was a combination of the game because there's not a lot of people that, everyone sleeps on that game which is criminal because they shouldn't and then also because you're really bad at that game. <laughs> I'm actually really good at that because game. I'm I've gone back and listened to our our co-streams. You've got me turned all the way down. No one can hear me. That that, that is by design. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, do you want me to sponsor you? Onto me. Yeah, I'll give you. Yeah, gonna... I'll give you three bucks a stream if you like read some ad copy about the Let's Level Up podcast. Well, I got you. And the Let's Level Up stream. I'll, in fact, I'll start. Like I'll I start streaming. I'll start. Stre- yeah, because the ads that you because you're reading them just to me, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm the only one there. But here's what here's what needs to happen is I want to start up a stream and then and then you have to say oh. Hey, hey, Unlimited Crew, Let's Level Up just started up their stream. You should head over that way and watch him instead of watching me because he is so much better at games than I am. That's that's the ad. All you're gonna see, all you're gonna see is Gravedigger pop up on your stream. Hey, like, that's the only guy watching. My, my stream. <laughs> I thought <laughs> you said Gravedigger was like an 11 year old, and then the other day I was watching your stream and I was like, who is that old man talking? Like that's Gravedigger. Dude sounds like he's 30, <laughs> bro. Uh, he's definitely eleven. He uh, he's fifteen. I think he's like fourteen. I don't. He's, he's like, my brother's he's like, friend. Oh shoot, man! Come on, we gotta get those guys. It's like, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, you're like, you're like, hey, tell Minnie not to say that. So I was like, hey, Minnie, don't say that, bro. I didn't say anything, and it was Gravedigger the yeah, whole time. I know, I know, dude. Thought he was a thirty year old man. Also, Gravedigger, clean up your language. There's certain words that you just don't say anymore, and that's one of them. You know what you said? He doesn't listen, man. They don't listen to me. These little kids are bad, bro. They don't listen. <laughs> These kids are evolving. They tell me what to do. I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess like that's what I got to do now. So I've These known kids are evolving, man. Everybody listening, I've known Drigo for uh, four years, mm-hmm. five yeah, years, maybe a little more. More, yeah. Um, yeah, we used to work together uh, for a while. Um, great guy. Uh, I've known Drigo. He was a. Um, I think when I first met you, you were trying to be involved in the church somehow. Um, then you switched mm-hmm. to, um, you know, being a musician. I think Drigo actually has a, an album somewhere out there, uh, or at least a few songs somewhere recorded. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hip hop guy, very hip, very hopping. And then now you switched mm-hmm. to, to gaming. I'm also a man of many, yep. of many hobbies. Is it? Let me ask you this, because I've been trying to figure this out about myself. Is it you go to mm-hmm. wherever you're most like jacked about, or do you just do you hit a wall and you're like, gosh, I'm not progressing here anymore. Let me go and try to find something else. 
um, or something just gets your attention and you're like, oh, shiny, I need to go check this out and then end up like falling in love with that as well. Like what, what is it that drives you to so many things? Yeah, I feel like it's exactly that. I feel like I, I get so passionate about different things until I don't. And then I find what else, like what's next. Like I just like doing things, like learning new things. Like you know, I'm doing, like right now I'm streaming, but I'm also low-key learning how to play the piano because that's cool too. You know what I mean? So it's just, yeah. you said like with the, I, I coach soccer too. Like I just like doing different things. You learn so much about yourself and just different. It's just It's just cool to know, to be able to say, I guess I would say like my own personal resume. Like I've done this. Like you know, I was involved in the church. I used to do drama in the church. Then I started rapping. And I used to coach a kid's soccer team. And I also streamed. You know, just like different little little things like that. So I can look back and be like, man, like I did that. Like I feel like anytime I think about wanting to do something, I just do it. I'm yeah. like, I want to be able to say like I at least tried it or hey, I did this and you know whatever. Now I'm learning video editing. Different things like that. I think it's just a matter of kind of a combination of all of that really like you said something shiny i hit a wall and i'm like man this is hard let me, let me just go check this out over here because this is <laughs> cool now so yeah let me go do that so i think it's yeah i think it's a combination of all of that really because i've done that I've, I've done everything um uh everything that you talked about or everything that i mentioned like as reasons to go check out another hobby um, but also just like you i'm not somebody who like just talks about stuff a bunch like i want i want to go out and do it like I don't watch a lot of streamers um, because I want to be, I want to play games, yeah. you know, I don't want to watch somebody play games and have fun. I want to be the one that's doing that. Not to say like, cause, cause for everybody listening, if you haven't checked out Drigo's stream at Twitch TV slash Drigo unlimited, you should, because it's very good. Very good. He's entertaining. Uh, he's not great at games, which makes you feel better about yourself. And um, <laughs> it's easy to rile him up while you're, while he's trying to do his thing. <laughs> and I appreciate I appreciate being the heel to your to your cafe baby face in Drigo Unlimited. I think it's a, it's a lot of fun for me to play. That's me in real life, bro. I'm a baby face. <laughs> uh, it's mm, not face. I'm that positive all the time. You're you're 2000 era Shawn Michaels baby face, you know? <laughs> on paper, on paper you've got everything, but underneath underneath it behind closed doors, man, you're just a just a raging ball of emotions. Have a drug problem? <laughs> you, have a, you have a crippling drug addiction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's exactly that. Like, I just like, I mean, like the whole rapping thing. I was like, man, I think it would be real cool to make music, like make a song, like, you know, real, literally just come from my head, whatever, yeah. whatever comes to my head, just rap and like make something that like you can actually listen to. And so I did that. I mean, I, I started writing down lyrics. At first, when I first started out, uh i would just use like beats like the songs like that were already out there and i would just change the words something easy like that and then it started like how about i just make my own original song so i that's whenever i linked up with boogie or whatever and started making music with him and it was cool like it was like knowing the process and then afterwards like you said i have songs out there probably not the greatest songs i like them i enjoy them i'll listen to them every now and then it's cool to know like that was literally nothing yeah. And I made it into something. Same thing with the stream. Like it was nothing but an idea. And now it's something, whether people tune in or not. Like to me, it's like I did that. So it's just cool to be able to say, like, you did this. And everything you need to know is out there. Like you can just look up YouTube videos for everything. There's no new idea out there that you can't figure out on your own. So I think people who don't do it are just 
really just have excuses for not doing whatever it is that they want to do. I say go do what you want to do, and if it works great. If it doesn't, then oh well, you tried. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid of failure. That's that's great advice to anybody trying to do things. I remember when I was real passionate about game design. I still am, but I it's I've, that's calmed down quite a mm-hmm. bit. But I remember my cousins were like, "Dude, you do so much different crap." You've got the world's most successful YouTube channel. You have the number one podcast on Spotify. And I say, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, how do you find the time to be that and an amazing father to your children? I'm like, well, thank you for that as well. Uh, it's hard. But I just do it as well. And, and I, think, I think there's a lot of people out there who've always produced better content, like p- more polished content than I. Like I know, mm-hmm. especially when I was doing a lot of board game videos, like I do like a rules overview video. And then I would check out uh, our first guest ever was Rodney Smith from Watch It Played, uh, who is an amazing guy in the board game world. People listening to this probably know exactly who I'm talking about. Uh, go back and listen to that episode. It's on Spotify, the Watch It Played episode, number two. First one was just me solo riffing, like the boy does. <laughs> uh, and then I like he, he would release a video over the same game. And the, just the production quality was just infinitely better. Like shit was in focus. <laughs> Lighting was right. He had these different angles that he would do. It wouldn't just be him and it's like his chubby hands. Like you see mine at the table, yeah. like moving shit around. Um, <laughs> and then I was just like, oh man, damn. I could do that. Like I could spend the effort to do that, but I don't want to. <laughs> it's, it's a way more effort <laughs> than what I was putting into it. Like my, my whole mission was to just to get exposure to games that people may not know about. And now the hobby's so big, yeah. like everybody knows about everything, and there's thousands of board game media personalities now. And it's just back when I started, there was less than a hundred of us, English anyway. I don't know how many worldwide there were. Yeah, yeah. And I think you just like learn a lot about yourself. Like whenever you do those things, like you learn what you like and what you don't like. Like yeah. I used to. There was a time where I was like, I got into boxing for a little bit. I realized I don't like getting punched in the face too much. So boxing wasn't something that I wanted to pursue anymore. You know what I mean? Like I had my first sparring session. I think I got like a black eye because my hands were too tired to keep them up because that's a lot harder than I thought it was. And so I got punched in the face. I was like, probably not going to do boxing anymore. It hurts a little bit too much for me. <laughs> so I think not everything works. Like you said, don't be afraid to fail. I failed in boxing. I still beat up anybody in the streets because they don't want none. Not true. Yeah, probably not true. I'll probably yell for the nearest cop. <laughs> Hell! <laughs> but, I mean, I think you just learn a lot about yourself, whether you succeed or you fail, whatever it is that you want to do. So I encourage anybody, whatever it is you want to do, don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Just try it. Do it. What's the worst that can happen? Fail? It happens. So learn something either way, I promise. So I, I tell you, like, I, I sense, I hate it when somebody who's older than you says this. But I sense a lot of my like myself and the inner in, in you uh and, and I mean that like the, the the self of mine that I want to be more prevalent prevalent. Like I cause I can get really mm-hmm. dark and, and just down. But like this this light I've been trying to cultivate in myself the last couple of years, like I've you've always had that. You've always had not to say you haven't had your days where you felt down, but every time I've talked to you, you've always tried to lift others up and just be like a force of positivity is that something 
and this is probably too deep for this podcast so tell me to shut up if you want to and i'll just cut uh, it no up. we're good uh is that something that you work at or is that something you just do and like what what's the source of that because i have to work hard to do that i honestly feel like it came from my mom like growing up we had a lot of like, crazy stuff going on and like through it all my mom was always just positive over things that you wouldn't like you'd be like man how are you not like mad or depressed or upset about it whatever so i think really a lot of it just comes from like the stuff that i've been through growing up and seeing my mom through everything that she's gone through a positive like my mom like anybody who knows her knows like I, it's rare to see her mad or like upset or go crazy she's constantly always uh been there for like me and my brothers and stuff like that so i think that's where a lot of it comes from uh you know like you said sometimes i do have my down days uh but for the most part man it, it really does uh come naturally like i don't it's just me like this is really just me like you said like hey, since you've known me like this is just it's hard for me to get mad about things like i a lot of things just kind of roll off the shoulder which i know doesn't happen for a lot of people so i mean i i really just blessed with good upbringing i guess i would say or a good uh role model if you will in my mom that uh just taught me like and my dad too really i mean he wasn't around forever or always when we were growing up but when he was around like they never really let anything get to them like although we had things going on sometimes like electricity would get turned off or water get to different things like that you, you just never saw them like be too upset they would get upset every now and then but it always rolled off the shoulder like it didn't last for very long so i think that's where that's where i got it from like it's just them never let anything bother them and i guess things don't really bother me too much like nothing really but again everybody gets bothered about certain things and things happen sometimes everybody has their off yeah. days but for the most part i i just i don't know i just don't let things bother me they just kind of roll off the shoulder and I want to see, I genuinely want to see people do good, whatever it is that they're doing. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. I can sense that about you. You, you, again, you have, it's just a very warm energy where I could tell that you're, you're sincere when you talk to people. Sometimes, sometimes you're a shithead, like, like all of us can be. And you're just, you're, you're just trying to get a laugh out of people. Um, <laughs> the other day he invites me to stream with him or to stream and play games with him and then i start talking and then all of a sudden i hear him mute and i don't hear anything and i go back and listen to his stream and he's just dogging me to his stream to say i don't know what the, <laughs> i don't know what the hell this guy's talking about right now uh no but that, and then i went back and I, I laughed so hard when i went back and re-listened to it and then i got irritated because i couldn't hear myself it was like why am i listening to this if i can't hear myself Hey, I finally fixed that. Though. That really was an issue that I didn't realize was an issue because nobody told me. Because Gravedigger is deaf. You can't really tell anyways when you can't hear <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Just kidding. I can't but wait. First off, really shout, out, shout out to Gravedigger for listening to this podcast for the first time, man. I appreciate you, dude. He's loyal, bro. He He's loyal. And that's He's my little brother's friend, but he's loyal to me. I like that guy. But yeah, I mean, I really didn't know it was an issue until I went to go, like, edit a video. And I was like, man, I can't hear anybody. Like, what's going on? So I fixed it finally. So now next time we stream, we'll be able to hear you. So when I beat you in Tetris, everybody can hear you cry. You won't. Because I'm really good at Tetris. You won't ever beat me in Tetris. Yeah, I, I almost beat you I've, last time. I've got too much. No, you didn't. You weren't even close. <laughs> I've got too much experience and grit and heart. To lose, to I really Tetris. thought, and I'm not even good at. Tetris. I really thought I was doing. 
I thought I was doing good when I was playing you. I was like, oh, I got this, man. But I wasn't looking at your score. Then I see your score, and it's like triple mine. I was like, how is that even possible? <laughs> what is he doing? It's such a good game. For anybody who hasn't checked it out yet, check out <laughs> Tetris Effect Connected. It's on, I think it's everywhere. Uh, but but Connected now has a multiplayer mode, a few of them, and they're they're solid. It's a also, game that you just... To check out Naruto Shinobi Strikers. That's also true. That game does not get enough credit. It doesn't. It's on its it's on its third year, and it is super solid. It has had the uh, a new update come out to it. You get you can get Naruto in his final form. In the final battle, I don't know. I don't know if that's the final battle of Shippuden or or what. Um, I'm still like, I just just got through like the pain stuff in Shippuden, so I'm still like. Oh, you haven't finished it? Like a thousand episodes to go. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had finished it. No, I finished That's all of anime. I finished all of the original, and that that anime is the best. I love it so much. And then I started shipping, and everyone says like, "Shipping is so much cooler." And then I started watching it, and I just like, is it cooler? I don't know, <laughs> man. It's I mean, it's good. It's good. Uh, but it's taken me like, I don't know. I've been trying to watch it for like three years now, and I'm barely I'm barely through all the pain stuff. I don't go on these kicks where I'll just watch nothing but Naruto for like a week. And I'll knock yeah. out like fifty episodes, and then like, just like a dry spell of like three months of nothing. But yeah, Rockley is my absolute favorite. Like so I good. love that guy so much. I remember, it was, yeah, it was the old episodes. Like I like when they do the flashbacks to Rockley when he was like a kid and stuff like that, and like yeah. how he tried so hard. I remember I had gone through a breakup around that time, so I was like super depressed. And those it was like around that time where those episodes came like in succession where it was just Rock Lee's backstory. Yeah. And I would just start crying because <laughs> I was like, man, like he's really trying his best to, to be the best. And he just it's unfair that everybody else has ninjutsu and he doesn't. So I was a big baby when I was watching those. Dude, I remember that. Heart, if we cried together. What if he said like, what does he do? Like if uh all right, if I can't do one thousand push ups, <laughs> then I'll do one thousand knee lifts. And they just be sitting there for days doing like the same move, and, and then, then he, he always just, messes up right at the end. Yep, and then at the end, then he would go on and do a thousand more. Man, just uh, I feel bad that Rock Lee never had a childhood. That's what I feel bad about, man. Yeah, seriously, he never got to. He never got to go off and play. Dude was just training his entire life. Man, that fight with him and Gar, where he's like standing up unconsciously ready to fight but he's not even conscious yeah goodness was that after That's he amazing. did the gates yeah yeah after he did that the was gates. in the 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 chinian exam or whatever the, that like that tournament yep. or whatever yeah oh man yeah that, exactly. that fight was incredible um but just just the animation on the sasuke naruto fight at the end of naruto mm. the first one like the way that that looks yep. it's some of my favorite anime hand-drawn animation ever like it's just so good and it's, it's like 20 minutes it's a 20 yeah. minute long fight where it's not just like them powering up like they're they're giving each other the business they're, they're, they're going fighting. through feelings yeah. like they're, they're doing everything man it's such a crazy like that is such a good anime like the backstory everything like everything leading up to that final fight is like man that was so good like yeah you know I mean? like they didn't like each other at first they became best friends and they like hate each other but they've always like had this like animosity towards each other or this competitiveness and then naruto just wants him to be good again and sasuke just 
it's well, it's just so good. Just it's can't. so good. Yeah, man. It's it's just such a great it's a great story about what you can accomplish if you if you try hard and with the support of friends. Like it's got such a wholesome like message at the end of the day. Uh one of our developers, uh, I don't know if he listens to this this podcast, but shout out Hodger if you listen to this. Uh shout out to Hodger, man. Yeah, the real one, Hodger, Hogerio. Um he <laughs> I was wearing a Naruto t-shirt and we were on one of our calls and he goes, Do you like Naruto? I was like, Yeah. He's like, I love it. And then he he equated Naruto to him growing in business. And he drew the parallel of how, like, in order for him to become a programmer and to become as good as he is now, not that he called himself good because he wouldn't do that, mm-hmm. but he is very good. Uh, he talked about all the training that he had to do. And he talked about, like, how the, he had the support of his family to help, you know, um, get him to the place where now he can help everybody, you know, kind of thing, uh, you know, because he came from a... Um, uh, I won't tell his family story. Anyway, it's very good, uh, and it was just—I don't know—it was kind of remarkable to hear, uh, you know, a thirty-plus-year-old man talk about Naruto the same way that I feel about it, but see it from a completely separate side. Like, see, like the business end, and how you can, yeah. like, you can grow as a human being if you just—if you listen to this spiky-haired ten-year-old boy uh, <laughs> in some Japanese cartoon. Just—it's cool. Yeah, no, that that is dope. I mean, there's so much you can learn. But people hate on cartoons and anime, but like, man, there's so much message behind all the the craziness. Like, yeah, I mean, that's dope. That, that's cool that somebody could draw a parallel like that from a cartoon. You know what I mean? Like something that's meant, quote unquote, for kids or whatever the case may be. Like you said, a 30 year old man is said that it helped him. Yeah. In his line of work, so I think that's pretty dope. Yeah, man, it's it's cool. That's really cool. Um, let's see here. If you you don't play any board games, do you? I know checkers. Pretty good. Checkers. Uh, the kind of board games. King. Man. Yeah, man. Checkers is good. Actually, you know, I take that back. I don't like checkers. <laughs> I don't. What I do don't. you like, man? Um, I mean, I'd rather much. I'd much rather play chess if I were if I were given the option to something like that. I'm not smart enough for that game. I don't know how that works. Yeah, you are. You just need to learn how the pieces move, man. My problem with so my my big problem and, with chess is that the people who are very very good at chess memorize because there's it's a fixed game, right? There's only so many ways a piece can move, and there's so many pieces that you can ever move at one time. Yeah. So you you run to these people these people who just can see the board and know exactly what like the best position it is to move, which is very remarkable. Like when you sit back and think about it, I'm not one of those people. So at the end of the day, like I know like there is a skill, there's a skill level where you just need to be able to know, you need to be able to study the game and really know like how to, to bait people into positioning like that. It's going to eventually like may start out as a positive or look like a positive and then end up being a big negative for them later on in the game. Um, and then just like ways to trap them and like ways that people can win the game in like four moves or three moves. Just like how that's crazy. In three moves. Yeah. I don't, that's what I mean. I don't know for sure. I didn't watch Queens Gambit, so I don't know a lot about chess. (laughs) I was to say, isn't there a show like a, it was on Netflix, right? That like 
spiked the sales of check of chess boards because of that show like did you see that i'm sure i'm sure i didn't watch yeah, it i hear it was very good but i there's yeah, too I many things to watch i've got i've got a I mean, thousand of episodes of naruto to, yeah to get through <laughs> i don't have time for a chess a show about chess no offense to chess players i'm just too the dumb one thing for about it. naruto though, they have a lot of fillers on that show there's see, so many filler episodes. You see the thing about filler? I love it. Do you mm-hmm. know why? Because my favorite characters why? are the characters who don't get spots in the main episodes. <laughs> like my favorite wrestlers. My favorite wrestlers are the guys that get their asses kicked every week. Like they never get time to shine. So like their their three weeks with a title, like a singles title every four years, is like more important to me yeah. than <laughs> than like any any major championship match or whatever. If you if you liked good wrestlers like the greatest of all time John Cena, then you wouldn't have that issue, man. Then you, False. You get to see him all the time. Cena's not good. Dude, he's he's, he's a team time world champion, man. Cena is a good promo. I would say he's that sorry, Cena man. Cena may be a top twenty promo. Top I'll, ten, yeah, I'll, I agree. I'll give him that. Top ten, no. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't do the scene stir like that. <laughs> the scene stir. He's just, he's so bad, man. His sixth move of doom. We talked about the sixth move of doom the other day. <laughs> the sixth move. <laughs> Don't get me started. It's the best move in the game. Don't say. Ain't nobody dude. kicking out of that. Nobody's who, kicking out of the sixth move of doom. Who, who's he going to wrestle at WrestleMania? He said he's not doing it, man. He's going to show up. He said it's mathematically impossible because he's filming in Canada. And so if he comes over here, he's going to have to go back to – it's going to stop production. Then he has to go back to Canada and quarantine for two weeks, and that's going to stop production. So it's mathematically impossible. They're going to wrap that movie before April. Listen, man, this is just what Cena told me. I'm just letting you know what he texted me. Cena's a liar. Cena also said he loved Nikki Bella. <laughs> it's her fault, man. He... She's trying to have kids and get married. He's not about that lie. He's trying to pimp. <laughs> He's trying to stay out there pimping and she's trying to stop him. He's just, he's a psychopath, man. We've talked about it already. <laughs> the schedule that he keeps at him at his home for like everybody to follow is is something a psychopath does. It's his home, man. He paid a lot of dollars for that place. He can implement any kind of rules he wants. Uh, Alright, let's play a little game. Alright, I'm down. This may be a little inside baseball just for our 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 group, but I'm I'm gonna name some things. I want you to name just the first feeling or phrase or word or whatever. Say anything after I name this. It's the first thing that you think of after you hear this word. Oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble. Alright, let's do this. Alright. The Undertaker. The dead man. <laughs> you do the eyes. Nice. Okay. See, that's easy. That's an easy one. Uh, baseball. Ken Griffey Jr. I don't know who that is, but that name seems relevant. I think he played baseball and he was really good at it or something. Yeah, I remember him being on the Marlins when I was a kid, I think. Yeah, Marlins? I is that, a, is baseball. that a baseball team? Yeah, I think so. I think, you're, I think you are correct. I really don't know anything about baseball. One of my best friends growing up had his poster in the in, in his wall. I, I I've never played a full baseball game, so I don't know for sure. I think yeah, I've never I played softball. I guess it's kind of the same thing. Mariners, maybe not know. the Marlins. The Mariners? I don't Oh know. yeah. 
I don't know. I think you're right. I think it is the Mariners. Sorry, sorry to all the people. Sorry to all the John Cena fans and the baseball fans <laughs> who have turned away from listening to this podcast. Uh, okay. Uh, apple pie. Apple pie. Yeah. Good. Good. Oh, apple pie. Just apple good. pie is amazing. Okay. Yeah, just good. It's really good. Josh Makowski. <laughs> he likes no good wrestlers. Not one. He likes no good wrestlers. That's that's what comes to mind. The first phrase. He doesn't like John Cena. <laughs> he hates William Goldberg. And his favorite wrestler is Matt Hardy. You which, don't even like you don't even like Bill Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, but neither does Josh. And Bill Goldberg is good. Why else would he have a title shot at the Royal Rumble? So, I mean, I like him, but he's good, man. <laughs> um, uh, God of War. God of War. I've actually never played that game, but isn't that like the PlayStation? Like the yeah, it's the yeah. I've never. That's a PlayStation exclusive, right? I yeah. think he just got a skin on Fortnite too. Yeah, he that did. God of War guy, whatever that thing. Is. Yeah, I've never played it, but I know who he is. I don't know what he does. He's not the god of thunder, I'll tell you that. He's no Thor. Who's your favorite Avenger? Dang, Iron Man. Oh, look. I got this Iron Man thing. Oh, that's dope. Is that cool, man? Yeah. It only cost me $30. <laughs> yeah, Iron Man, man. You could have painted that to yourself. When he, charged <laughs> he told me it was going to be 20 and then when he charged me, it was 30 I was like, Man, well, we're already here, so here's your $30. I just went with it. Got gypped, man. That's, uh... I'm tired. I like Iron Man. Iron Man's my favorite. He's so good. I didn't like when he got when he got jumped. Uh, and was it Captain America versus Iron Man? Or is that what it was? When he got jumped by... Yeah, when he got jumped yeah. by Captain America and Bucky? I wasn't a fan. I wasn't, I wasn't a fan, a fan of them doing man. that to my man. I'm anti-Captain America from this point forward because of that. Because of that movie. Yeah, bro, I didn't like it. I was like, bro, what you are jumping him? You're supposed to be like the leader of these Avengers and you're just jumping one of your own? Like what is that's not what leaders do unless you're Roman Reigns. <laughs> I love how you always bring it back to, to WWE wrestling. It's amazing. <laughs> bro, I love wrestling so much. I feel like because growing up nobody ever really talked wrestling with me because it wasn't cool. Now yeah. I have you and Josh who all we do is talk wrestling. Like I just, to me, I'm like, these are my people because I've always wanted to talk wrestling, but it was just wasn't cool in high school, so I just didn't talk about it. it was, I was a closet wrestling fan. See, when I was in high school, wrestling was huge. Like that's when they were pulling in like five million, six million number, like that. Like they were. It was, it was just the biggest thing ever. Like it was at the height of like The Rock and Stone Cold and all that. Like yeah. And uh, like I hated Stone Cold so much. Because everybody loved him, I was like, "He's like this guy. He sucks." And then like, I got older, and I realized like how good he is. Uh, understood like what a what a what what a good promo does to everybody, and like what a good worker does to, for everybody, and that kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah, man, dude. And I, and then I yeah, and, when, then, and then the reality era started, and then like John Cena showed up, and I stopped watching wrestling for like a decade because I hated it. And then I'm back now, baby. Hey, and John Cena's gone. See what you did? I'm back. You go back to hating wrestling. John Cena can come back. 
am better than ever. Do a little Eric Bischoff for you. <laughs> uh, who's the I best? Like who's man. the best wrestling manager of all time? Oh, Heyman. It's a good, solid choice. Better than Miss Elizabeth or Sensational like- Sherry? Yeah, man, it's Paul Heyman, man. On the mic, that man is awesome. That man will make you believe anything on the mic. He really will. He's, Paul Heyman may be the... I don't know. He's a bit He's a bit long-winded, uh, but he's yeah. a damn good promo. Do you remember when he would just, <laughs> like, everything he would say, he just repeat it, like, four times? <laughs> yeah. My client, Brock Lesnar, defeated The Undertaker's undefeated street <laughs> on WrestleMania. My client, Brock Lesnar. And he would just do it, and like, okay... <laughs> And then sure enough, the one thing that you walked away with knowing is Clyde Brock Lesnar to be the down Street Street. So good, dude. No, yeah, he's good. Do you watch uh, any uh, any of the new managers now? There's a couple in NXT that they've got kind of what they've been doing stuff with, like Robert Stonebrand yep, or, or yep, Mal- Malcolm, uh, yeah, Malcolm Bivens. Yep, yep. I thought my, Malcolm Bivens came out with the, that new tag team, and then I haven't seen him anymore. Um, I forget they they were on the India show. Uh, I think they tag teamed with Drew McIntyre. I don't remember their names though. Um, but I do like Robert Stone, although he's always getting like beat up and stuff. I love it, dude. Um, I love Robert Stone yeah, so much. He, he's so good. He's cool. Yeah, I do like. I like Zelina Vega a lot. But you know, Zelina she got canned. Zelina's a good manager. Yep. I didn't. I don't know until she got canned. I wasn't a big fan of like her in ring style. Very much. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fine, but it was, it felt like a lot of what like Sasha was doing. And it's yeah, probably, it's probably not cool yeah, to I... compare the two so directly, but what do you do? No, yeah, I agree. I like her. As a, I like her as a manager. I think she was, it was good, a good mouthpiece for uh, Andrade Cien Almas. Andrade El Idolo. He's so good. Yeah. I got I got a uh, Andrade T-shirt the other day from WWE for five American dollars. Dang, hell of a hell was of that a cheap? Yeah, I got um what did I, I got three shirts? I got uh the Brizongo, um the new Brizongo T-shirt for five bucks, the Andrade T-shirt for five bucks, and then what was the other one? Oh, that Ric Flair that Ric Flair sweatshirt I got that lights up. Uh, oh yeah, pretty incredible. That one five bucks. That one was fifteen. So it was like a sale that they had. It was marked down from huh. fifty, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta get this. This is my I've been yeah. Christmas sweater forever now." So uh, remember when you had me buy a New Day shirt, Josh Fierce, so that we could be the New Day? Yeah, man, we are the New Day cool. still to this day. I have that picture somewhere. I think it's on our Facebook. I think so. Where's the New Day? Man? It comes up in my memories, and I'm like, "Oh, look at that! We were the New Day." So good. Good times, good times man. All right, let's go ahead and wrap things up here. What we like to do when we've got a guest on the show. I say we like we have a big production staff. It's just me. You do, man. You what do. What we like to do here at Let's Level Up is have our guests leave our audience with some parting words of wisdom. So what do you have to say to the to the fam? To the team, to the gang. Man. I would say never judge a man. Until you walk the mile in his shoes. Because then you can judge him and you're a mile away and you have his shoes. 
Yeah, baby. That's it. It doesn't get any deeper than that. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not only did you rob this poor guy, but you're also being a dick on your way out. Love it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Let's Level Up podcast. As always, it has been amazing. Hope you enjoyed Drigo. If you want to follow him on Twitter, you can follow him at Drigo Unlimited. Drigo Unlimited. All one word. On all social media. It's spelled correctly now. <laughs> I know you may have been thinking, this guy isn't the same guy who spelled unlimited wrong for forever, right? And yeah, it's the well, same he's... guy, but he, he luckily he's got a good pal named Ricky who told him to, to not do that. <laughs> <laughs> this old guy. This old guy was like, what are you doing spelling that that way? They can't even pronounce it. I thought you was <laughs> I thought you were trying to say united forever. It was just the abbreviated version of unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I always give Drigo a hard time about that. Also, be sure to, to follow him on Twitch and subscribe on Twitch and YouTube now. Everything's at Drigo Unlimited. Head over there. Promise you'll have fun watching one of his shows. If anything, you can challenge him whatever game he's playing and you likely will beat him on stream. And then you can take that as a clip and then put that into your streams. There you go. That's the million dollar idea right there. I appreciate it. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Seriously, check Drigo out. He's a good dude. He's got a heart of gold and, and the face of a dog, of a beagle. But man, that a heart. cute beagle. <laughs> People love puppies. People love puppies. All right, everybody. (laughs) Thank you. Remember, you, yeah, you, the person listening to this podcast right now, you are awesome. Don't let anybody make you feel otherwise, even yourself. And sometimes that's the hardest battle to win. Thank you. If you ever need somebody to talk to, hit me up. Always here for you. Until next time, game on.